why you're getting better all the time and turning all against one isn't all that's hard to teach. Well, good afternoon and thanks so much for joining us on this Friday. Started off uh, in parts of the province, heavy snow, bad visibility, travel not great on some of the highways, and now it's pretty much a straight shot of of sunshine. Highways are looking good, especially in the west part of the province, which tends to be where they get hit hard, but the west is better than the east part of the province today. Winter driving conditions in other areas. So if you are going to be out and about on the highways, maybe you're heading somewhere on the weekend, definitely want to check in on the highway hotline. Or maybe you're just staying home to watch the Super Bowl, which is coming up on Sunday, and that's exactly why Jamie Nye, host of The Green Zone, joins me now. Jamie? Thanks so much for sliding in the studio a little bit early. Yeah, no problem, Evan. I appreciate it. So before we talk Super Bowl, I've been watching, you know, free agency this week has been a frenzy with a bunch of different names and announcements and some pretty impressive names. AJ Ouellette, that's pretty big. Well, AJ Ouellette for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders will be a big addition because he can run the ball and he runs aggressively. And I really like this player coming over from the Toronto Argonauts. So A.J. Olette is going to be a welcome addition, and and I think he's already a fan favorite, uh, Evan, for uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Rider fans because he's got the Thor hammer theme going on because he looks like Thor. He's got the blonde locks flowing out of the helmet. So And he's already recognized rider greatness. He wore number 34 in Toronto. Yeah. He's going back to his college number number 45. Yeah. And I mean, his connection with Corey Mace has got to, got to be a good thing too. Absolutely. Uh, with Corey Mace, you, you look at, he's got to believe in Corey Mace to come over from the Toronto Argonauts. So that, that to me is an indication that yes, I believe in what Corey Mace is going to do. I saw him work with the defense in Toronto and that's going to be vital uh, to build a culture to believe in Corey Mason. I think that's a pretty good indication. And we're building a team like there's Jamarcus Hardrick, Thurman, Carney. Like there's been name after name. It seems every day there's something else. Fairly impressive momentum. And it feels like we are building a team. Absolutely. That is exactly what they're doing. Uh, you have Malik Carney, uh, Jameer Thurman, uh, Adam O'Claire, you have Jalen Edwards Cooper. These are all defensive players. You have Olette. You have an offensive lineman in uh, Jamarcus Hardrick uh, coming on board with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And uh, there you go. That's how you build the team. You have all these little holes uh, or bigger holes in some instances, and they've been filling them throughout this negotiating window. And then, of course, next Tuesday is when it all becomes official official that these members are joining the riders as you guys are talking about this on the green zone is there any surprises in players for the riders that haven't signed extensions not for me uh in particular like i look around the board on who hasn't re-signed and you know you could look look at like a veteran like micah johnson micah tights maybe but it became apparent going in that larry dean wouldn't be back despite uh, the great two years he had after his Achilles tear for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. So uh, the the biggest names are, you know, Larry Dean and Micah Johnson and Pete Robertson, who haven't re-signed. Jamal Morrow will be another one. But again, they're filling those holes already with other players, younger players who are coming on board. Mm-hmm. Jamie Nye, host of the Green Zone, which is uh, happening today at 2 o'clock, but I managed to pull him into the booth a little bit early to talk about Super Bowl, which is coming up on Sunday. I, uh, of course... It's eating time with Belton Johnson at 11 o'clock every Friday. I asked him for his spread. Like, what's he putting out on the countertop on Super Bowl? Did you get an invite? 
to the Belton Johnson Super Bowl party? Uh, evidently, Belton Johnson got an invite to somebody else's house, <laughs> and he's helping cater uh, okay. to that person. So I keep checking uh, my mailbox, but there's nothing yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, no. So, I, I mean, this is, uh, I mean, one of the most exciting days of the year for football fans is Super Bowl, and it's such a hyped-up game. This is, I think it has all the makings to be an incredible football game. You still feel? Are you feeling the Chiefs or are you feeling the 49ers? Where's your loyalty lie? Well, my loyalty, I want the 49ers to win um, because I'm a Raider fan, so you right. can't really cheer for the Chiefs when you're in the same <laughs> division, right? Like that, Just having them at the facility, they're, they're practicing out of the Raiders' facility, makes me feel a little bit nauseous, uh, to be quite <laughs> honest, uh, that the Chiefs will be in the Raiders' facility leading up to Super Bowl 58. So I'm, I want the 49ers to win, but I'm picking the Chiefs to win. Interesting. Uh, like, like just with the brain to go, who's going to win the game, Jamie? I'm picking the Chiefs. Better defense, better quarterback, better head coach, more experience. This moment will not be above them, which is exactly what happened, I think, in the conference championship game uh, with the uh, Baltimore Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs. It looked like the Ravens were a little bit flustered at the moment of trying to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, This isn't going to rattle the Chiefs at all. So, you know, I had supper with my son last night. He's a diehard Chargers fan. But uh, he he basically, when we were talking about it, and I said, you know, Patrick Mahomes, I'm talking about all of the things that I think make the Chiefs the favorite to go in. He said, Dad, have you seen this video on Brock Purdy? Then he shows me some 60-second video. I mean, no matter every time I see something about this kid, and he is a kid, I think he's 24 years old, He's impressive. It's hard not to follow the Cinderella story of Brock Purdy. Well, the, the, the Cinderella story, it's, it, it's quite the story, right? Uh, you're the last pick in the NFL draft. Uh, like you wait for three days uh, for that moment. Will I get my name called? And you are last on the last pick of the draft. They deem it Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, you get your name called. You're a quarterback. You go to San Francisco. You have, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo in front of you on the depth chart and on and on. And you're like, okay. And he, he just, he, he embraced the grind and injuries happened. And once he got that opportunity, he hasn't let go of it mm-hmm. uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. And yeah, he, he looks like a baby face. Like he looks like he's, he's 16 kid. years yeah, old. Yeah, he's a kid. But I mean, they've been able to come back. They've done it two, two weeks in a row uh, through the playoffs. So, you know, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs could come out looking strong, but I don't think we can write these guys off ever. Well, the Niners are the best team in football uh, through the regular season, right? Uh, them in Baltimore were the one seeds going into the playoffs. Uh, they're, they're the favorite for a reason. They're, they have Christian McCaffrey. They have Brandon Ayuk. They have Debo Samuel. They have George Kittle. Uh, they have some of the best defensive players uh, in Bosa and Chase Young. Like They have a very good team uh, with San Francisco. Uh, so that, and that's why the line is like two points. Like the, the, it's not like the odds makers are saying Kansas City is a huge favorite, but it's a two point favorite for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. So even Vegas, where the Super Bowl is, would be placing their bet on the Niners winning a very close football game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Chatting with Jamie Nye from the Green Zone. So the other thing about Super Bowl is, I mean, it it takes on a life of its own. The commercials, the halftime show, and the prop bets. You had a, uh, someone on your show the other day. These prop bets are out of control, Jamie. Well, yeah, Ben Whiting of uh, PlayNow.com was uh, joining us. Uh, uh, of course, Saskatchewan's 
legal sports betting site. And all the, the prop bets, a lot of them have to do with Taylor Swift. It's, I'm looking at the list right now uh, from the website that we put up on our website. Like, it's crazy. Will Will Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift? No, will be not she a be thrown, shown through, <laughs> thrown? Will be she, she uh, be shown through the national anthem? Will Zach Caleros be in the booth with Taylor yeah. Swift? It's crazy. And it's on crazy. and on and on. And then you have the, the catches for Kelsey compared to the Grammy nominations and everything else. So oh, yeah. uh, the, the, the prop bets are always fun. Everybody at a, or a lot of people at Super Bowl parties will have like a prop bet bingo sheet they hand out and they have some fun. And, uh, you know, how long is the national anthem? All those traditional ones uh, that will have like what is going to be Usher's first song? Mm-hmm. Uh, how many costume or wardrobe changes will Usher have during the Super Bowl halftime show? Will anybody join Usher uh, during the Super Bowl? halftime show um uh, yeah it, it for pages and pages it, it's you can pay attention to a lot more than just what's going on uh, between the white stripes on sunday so i listened for a chunk of your of your show yesterday when you were doing the uh you're doing the draft for the super bowl food that you yes, did the party platter yeah, the par- yeah exactly i but i never heard who won well, that's that's coming up today. Oh, that's today. You were still voting. Five, okay, well, yeah, I got at time, Green then. Zone SK. Okay, at okay, Green Zone okay. SK on Twitter. Go For vote. Some reason Go I vote. thought the vote happened yesterday. Well, then this is, I mean, the most anticipated, short of the Super Bowl, the most anticipated event of the year. Oh yeah, we'll <laughs> see if I can win yet another draft. Where do you watch the Super Bowl, by the way? I watch with the the group I watch Monday Night Football with. We we play fantasy football together, so it's a tradition. Super Bowl Sunday, uh, we uh, gather around and uh, play a little some side hustle games during the Super Bowl and uh, have some fun. It, this has been going on for gosh uh, twenty years. Well, for some of them, a lot longer than that. Uh, I was a newbie when I turned nineteen that I could show up at the bar and join them. So uh, it's been going on for a while. I love the ease with which you tell the ex chief of police from Regina some side hustle games you know we have a lot of fun it's a good time just don't come to the basement at this address <laughs> oh no, there's nothing nothing untoward okay, happening okay. Evan. nothing uh, nothing untoward fair enough just jamie don't tell I, anybody thanks so much for joining yeah, me today right right on evan jamie and i host of the green zone this afternoon at two o'clock which you can be guaranteed is going to be packed with a bunch of super bowl talk including of course who is the winner of their super bowl snack draft that uh, they had on this week you know, I, we were talking about the teachers earlier today and the fact that uh, it's business as usual. They didn't have to go to that next step of suspending lunch hour supervision. They were planning to do that yesterday, but at the last minute, the province called and said, you know what, let's get back to the table. We've got a renewed mandate. Whether or not it's going to get the deal done or not, I don't know. But I do want to get to this text. There's no name attached to it. It came in during bugs and hugs, and the bug says, it bugs me that the withdrawal of lunch hour supervision is considered legal job action. If they want to get paid for the day, they better fulfill their duties. I work for a union and I can't come in and just shut down or perform half my duties while expecting to get paid. So the difference is the teachers, the the work over the lunch hour is not part of their regular duties. So they come in, they do their teaching. The lunch hour supervision with each school division is designed a little bit differently, but it's not considered part of their day. It's their lunch break. And if they choose to give it up to do supervision, in many cases, they have the choice. If they do, they get paid for that time, whether it, it's actually in pay. I think some places they have a, a set rate of like 20 bucks an hour, which is, of course, different than their regular teaching salary. And some places they will give them time off and lose. So you bank up so many lunch hour supervisions and you get time off and lose. So 
Again, I don't know who the text is from, but the reality is that is not actually part of their workday. That's extra work that they do to to make up their day. Well, this has been a good show today. The uh, the well, we started off the show talking about the uh, the new downtown entertainment district in Saskatoon. We had Cynthia Block, Saskatoon City Councilor, on. They released that vision yesterday. We talked a little bit about that. Still, lots of decisions to be made in terms of financially how the city of Saskatoon is going to afford to pay this, whether or not they can get other investors in. And of course, they they need help from the province and from the federal government as well. Then we had a good talk on firearms. Robert Freeberg, Saskatchewan's chief firearms officer for the province, was in along with Mr. Blaine Bevan, who is the senior legal counsel for the Saskatchewan Firearms Office. We talked a bit about Bill C-21, the uh, military-style rifle ban, the handgun freeze, and we took questions from you as well. And uh, it showed me clearly there's lots of interest in that topic, and so we will definitely make that a regular segment where we have Bob Freeberg come in and uh, talk about that. And, of course, phone lines were open up for bugs and hugs, which we do every Friday. And coming up Monday, we've already got next week's shows are packed, and uh, we've already got a lot of guests lined up next week. On Monday, this is going to be interesting. We have got one province in Canada that has a parents group that have successfully come together to ban cell phones in the classroom. No classroom will allow students to have cell phones. We're going to chat with that parents group, find out how it's working, and then we're going to discuss if that's what we should consider here. I'm really curious to know your thoughts on that. And so Monday morning, we're going to be opening up the phone lines to get your thoughts on that. Roundtable of Justice every Monday at 10 o'clock. This week, we're digging into something that there's some great work being done on the province, and yet we still have the dubious distinction of being the worst in Canada when it comes to domestic violence and domestic conflict. And so we are going to have a couple of guests, a couple of experts from the province that work in that area join us in the morning. And we've got a very unique attention-getting campaign for Valentine's Day. It's, it's entitled Neuter Your Ex. I'll leave it there. We've got that interview our good friends at Humboldt and District SPCA are involved and behind that. Well, as we come to the close of another week, I would be remiss if I didn't think and uh, give hats off to people like Brando Queering, Frank Ayler, Chance Aspen, who help us out behind the board, our tech producers, of course, Brittany Cafe, Libby Gray, who are the producers of this show, Murray Wood, Dallas Dole Programming, and you every day for turning that knob on the dial and listening in right here on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.